0: Would you take your scriptures and turn with me to the book of Proverbs? Proverbs 2, we'll be reading verses 1 through 17. Proverbs 2, 1 through 17. Would you give ear to the reading of God's word? My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment, Lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For God gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, in every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks, evil, speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the pro- per- perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Let us pray. Dear Lord, you called us as your people. You called us to hear, O Israel, The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Lord, we come to learn of your commands and to follow your wisdom as found in your word. Help us to hear, apply, and stay true to all you give us through your word. We know without your wisdom, We're lost and blind. We're just stumbling through this life. We thank you for the gift of your wisdom. Help us apply that wisdom to our lives. In Christ's name. Amen. This morning, we're beginning a series from the book of Proverbs on invaluable wisdom. This series will consist of four sermons. The nature of wisdom. The benefits of wisdom, comparisons in contrast to wisdom, and the covenant call of wisdom. Proverbs 2, verses 10 and 11 gives us the reason we should be searching for wisdom. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. As we look into this nature of wisdom, we have to ask ourselves some very important things. Things like, what is the desire of your heart? Is it to know your God in a deeper way? Is it to grow in your understanding of God's wonderful plan of redemption? Is it to serve him with greater energy? Is it to show his love to others in a more open and sincere way? Is it to reflect the image of Jesus Christ to all who look into your eyes? If you have answered yes to any of these questions... There is but one way in which you can accomplish your goal. You can do none of these things unless you are studying God's word and seeking his wisdom as it is revealed in the scriptures. Solomon says, when this wisdom enters your heart, something else must also occur. Knowledge must become pleasant to your soul. The first thing I want you to understand is that this wisdom that comes from God is very unsettling to the natural man. This is wisdom that comes from pure holiness. And when it enters a darkened heart, it brings light and life. Light and light scares the sinner. Unregenerate people are scared of the light. John tells us that very clearly. So, just because wisdom enters the heart does not mean knowledge is at first pleasant to the soul. Once wisdom enters the heart, then, then the work of that wisdom begins. The sinner is made aware of his sin and his need of a Savior. It is God's wisdom that shows the sinner Jesus Christ and his atoning sacrifice. It is God's wisdom that gives the sinner words he needs to cry out to Christ for salvation. It is God's wisdom that leads the sinner to repent and come to Jesus as his Savior. Only after these things have occurred and the sinner is aware that only through Jesus Christ can he be saved does the wisdom of God become pleasant to his soul. It's from this point on that he desires to seek more of God's wisdom, for he understands that this wisdom gives discretion and that can can preserve him an understanding that can guide him through life. Let's begin this morning. By looking at the nature of wisdom, first, we shall see that wisdom is from God. Second, we will learn that He makes wisdom and righteousness inseparable. Third, we will find that wisdom is the key to successful living. Fourth, we shall recognize that wisdom characterizes those who possess it. Fifth, we will understand that human wisdom is not to be trusted. Wisdom is from the Lord. Please understand, all wisdom and knowledge comes from God. For there can be no knowledge apart from God. We often ask the question after great disasters like plane crashes, building collapses, and space shuttles blowing up, how can God allow such terrible things? The answer is really quite simple. Men do not possess perfect knowledge Therefore, they cannot build perfect planes, buildings, and space shuttles. When Adam was, as our representative, rebelled against God, he perverted his whole being. God created Adam in perfect righteousness, knowledge, and holiness. Adam had God's knowledge, so he knew how to do many things and how to do them perfectly. However, with his rebellion against God, all that knowledge was perverted, and he no longer... He could no longer do things in perfection. So when God builds something, it is flawed. When man builds something, it is flawed from its inception and is subject to failure. Not so the knowledge and wisdom of God. What God has made is made with perfect understanding and will not fail. If you truly desire to know this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, then the only way to have it is to develop a personal relationship with God. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. How do you build such a relationship? By recognizing yourself as a sinner, one in rebellion against God, and then calling out to Jesus Christ, asking Him to save you. This is the beginning. You must understand you are living apart from God, and no one living apart from God can have wisdom. It is this fear of God as your judge that opens your eyes to your need of one to save you from yourself. If you desire to be instructed in God's wisdom, then you must first humble yourself before Christ. Proverbs 15 The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Here is the hard thing for any man to do. All men want to believe they are smart and can take care of themselves. But the word of God tells you that all has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, you must put your pride to one side and come to Christ in absolute poverty of spirit, acknowledging your utter failure to please him. This is humility at its fullest when you see yourself as you truly are. Having done this, the wisdom begins to flow from the throne of grace, and you know that it is only in Christ that you can have a relationship with God. You understand, you have seen the judgment of God upon your sins and have experienced the forgiveness and freedom of seeing those sins paid in full before God in Jesus Christ. Proverbs 28 5. Evil men do not understand justice. But those who seek the Lord understand all. This understanding is the understanding of far forgiveness and freedom. Freedom from guilt that leaves you with a growing desire to know more and more of this one who has loved you. He loved you so much, he paid a price for you that you could not pay for yourself. Once you have, by God's grace, entered into this personal relationship with God, and has seen his work of redemption in your own life, then, then you will see that God increases this wisdom in those who walk with him. Proverbs 2, verses 6 through 9. <coughs> for God gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. In believing the words of grace you heard in the gospel, you were accepted as one of God's children. your, Your search for wisdom will never be in vain because wisdom comes only from the mouth of God. Knowledge and understanding are his and his alone to give. He gives it most graciously to all who have an ear to hear. No man that searches the Word of God with a new heart can ever be lost, for he is told that the Word of God is a lamp unto his path. It is truly wisdom for those who walk with God. Here is sound wisdom. It is sound because it's so practical, it is hidden treasure. Those who walk in the wisdom of God are lavished with his most wonderful gifts. Now please understand, this does not mean that Christians in this lifetime will have everything they desire. What it means is that you will be furnished with everything needed to walk the path of righteousness. If you're walking the path of God's wisdom, you will find the final rest promised all who trust in Christ, which is eternal life. This godly wisdom also brings you to a mastery over the things of life that are truly important. You see the study of God's word enlarges your understanding of the obligations of righteousness. It is this sound wisdom that guides your feet over every good path, as 2 Timothy 2:15 through17 says, "Makes the man of God perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. This is the most, this is the same gracious wisdom, that saves the soul and sanctifies heart and life. The important things to remember in all of this is that wisdom and righteousness cannot be separated in the economy of God. You cannot have the wisdom of God and then live a life that is full of unrighteous activities. You see the wisdom that comes from God comes from a truly holy and perfect character. Therefore, it is securely grounded in God's holiness. God cannot sin, for that would be a violation of his character, and he would no longer be God the very moment he sinned. Just as righteousness is a basic part of the very character of God, so righteousness has to be a basic ingredient in the wisdom of God. Proverbs 8, verses 6 through 9. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things. For my youth, my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Here, you're told. Every word coming down from God is perfect in every way. These words will not lead you astray, nor set you on the wrong path. For they are grounded in God's perfect and holy character. As, you're, as you build your personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, you will grow in the confidence you place in his words. With a new heart and a great deal to know God, a great desire to know God, you will understand what is right in God's eyes you will hear his words you will know they are wise unto the saving of your soul from this understanding you will see that wisdom results in a righteous life proverbs 15:21 folly is joy to him who is destitute <coughs> excuse me folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment But a man of understanding walks uprightly. The natural man loves his sin and enjoys it. But the man who has God's wisdom will see the foolishness of sin. He will walk upright before his God. In other words, he will seek to live a holy life. Peter tells us we are to be holy as God is holy. Why? Why? Because that is what God requires of us. How do we do it? We do it by believing and trusting in Jesus Christ alone, by allowing his grace to cleanse us and his spirit to guide us. This is the wisdom you're to see. Listen, this wisdom speaks to you from Proverbs 8.20. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. It's only when you trust in Jesus Christ and the path of redemption he has provided which is the essence of God's wisdom that you can walk to the place of judgment and thus be declared righteous by a holy God. Here is the very foundation of God's wisdom Proverbs 14, 16. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self confident. It is this fear, this fear of a just judgment. That is the bedrock on which God comes into men's lives. The rebellion in the heart of man is strong, and only when God's grace enters and implants his wisdom can a man see his terrible condition and the just punishment that awaits him. Once he sees this darkness that overshadows him, he begins to look to the light of the world and seeks the wisdom of the God who has sent us that light. The wisdom of God can never be separated from the righteousness of God, not in God nor in his people. This inseparable condition between wisdom and righteousness very clearly tells us that wisdom must be the key to a successful life before God. It is the wisdom of God that provides the understanding of the principles of right behavior in the life of the Christian. The purpose, the purpose of God's work is to teach not secular wisdom nor political savvy. It is to teach the very knowledge of God. 2 Timothy 3.17 says, it was to thoroughly equip the believer for every good work. Therefore, it is very critical that you gain this wisdom and knowledge. It is given that you might apply it to your life. You're directed to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction as a complete rule of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. This wisdom comes to you as sound principles of right behavior, and thus you are to apply them practically. It is urgent, urgent that you hear and learn this wisdom, for without it, you're but foolish morons waiting to be deceived. Through this wisdom, you become discerners of the truth, wise in your actions, able to guard against the false teachers who would try and trick you with their lies. It is from God's wisdom, as you find it in the Bible, that you become grounded in the truth of God. Proverbs 1, verses 4 through 6. To give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discern as a wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of counsel, of understanding, will attain wise counsel to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. From God's truth, you find knowledge and discretion. You also find the roots of your religion. It's not a religion of imagination, impulse, or sentiment. It is a religion of sound, practical energy of the true worship of the living God. Armed with such wisdom, you're able to exercise good, sound judgment that can lead you through this life and to the one who will give you eternal life. How does a wise man go about growing in discernment and insight? By being a hearer of God's word. Hearing is one of the best ways for you to be instructed. In Exodus, Jethro instructs Moses. <clears throat> in the Gospels, Christ instructed His disciples. And in Acts, Peter instructs the rest of the apostles. Priscilla and Aquila instructed Apollos in the ways of God. If you're to be wise, so that you can teach others, you must first be hearers. The longer you listen, the more you learn about yourself and the more ready you become to discern the truth on a daily basis. My friends, there can be no insight nor discernment without the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is not a fear like panic, but a respect like a child has for his father. If you do not have a new heart in which God has placed this love and respect for him, you cannot understand. The fool despises wisdom and instruction because he has no love for God. He may fear the thought of punishment, but he does not fear the one who cares enough to decree that punishment. If you have this fear of the Lord, then you must also have a great desire to please God. That desire? will also cause you to study to study his word in order to grow in your discernment and insight into his character and love for you the wonderful results of seeking and holding to this wisdom is that it will begin to show forth your character the more you possess it the harder you work to gain it the more it changes your life for the better now don't be fooled by this it does not make your nature better Your unregenerate self better. Your nature is sinful to the core and will remain that way until God changes you at Christ's second coming. But here is a path to a better life. The wisdom of God coupled with his most marvelous grace can make a difference in your life. This wisdom makes a difference that is basic to your nature and character. Proverbs 16, 21 and 22. The wise heart will be called prudent. And sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is as well spring of life to him who has it. But the correction of fools is folly. I said this wisdom does not make your nature better. And it does not. Should the grace of God be removed from you. You would be just as depraved as you ever were. Now it is a really good thing. That God has promised never to remove his grace from you. For without the grace of God, this wisdom becomes nothing to you. This wisdom is based in God's holiness, and apart from his holiness, you can't understand it. For you're a fool if you do not have God's grace. How does this wisdom manifest itself for all to see? It becomes evident in the life and speech of all who possess it. Proverbs 10 Verses 13, 14, and 23. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. Wise people store up knowledge, and a man of understanding has wisdom. So here is a good place to think about application. Ask yourself, how does this wisdom of God display itself in my life? Do you take up God's word to study those things that comfort you every day? It is God's wisdom that makes a man appear wise. It flows from his lips and pervades his life. The greatest desire you as a Christian should have is to grow in your personal relationship with God and to have others see that growth. Don't be deceived and think you can simply read books and be wise in human knowledge for human wisdom is not to be trusted. there is nothing out there in this human world, and that includes human wisdom, that can give proper guidance for life. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. There is only one way, only one way to everlasting life. And that's through the perfect wisdom of God is displayed for us in Jesus Christ. You cannot save yourself. Only Christ can do that. Only the wisdom of God can help you to see and understand the way of Christ. Human wisdom cannot direct you down the right path. It can only lead you to foolish attitudes and stupid actions. Proverbs 19.3 the foolishness of man twists his way, and his heart frets against the Lord. Proverbs 28, 26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. Human wisdom is nothing, absolutely nothing. It is a perversion of the truth God has given. That is why when men build something like buildings, airplanes, and ships, they are subject to failure. Remember the Titanic, the ship that couldn't be sunk? It didn't even make it across the Atlantic once. It was built with the perverted wisdom of man. Don't build your hope of the future on such faulty wisdom, but instead, trust in Jesus Christ and him alone, for he is the only true wisdom. You may think you know the right way. You may believe you can save yourself. You may not see the need of any help, but I warn you, that way leads only to death. Proverbs sixteen twenty There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God's wisdom, and it is only through him that a man can find the true path to righteousness. The nature of the wisdom of God is salvation. You too can be saved if you will hear and believe on Jesus Christ and will turn away from your sinful ways and trust in him and in him alone. We begin this sermon with Proverbs 2, verses 10 through 11. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. If if your heart is crying out to you, To find the way to salvation. Look no further. Jesus is the one and only path to salvation. God in his wisdom sent Jesus to do for you what you could never do for yourself. He came and fulfilled the covenant of works so you could come into the covenant of redemption. This is the wisdom of God. Jesus did for you everything needed to be saved. And all you have to do is hear his call and believe on his works and you will find salvation for your soul. This, this is the full and true nature of God's wisdom. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come this morning because we know you're from everlasting to everlasting. You have told us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Lord, the desire of our hearts is to grow in your wisdom and in how that wisdom shows us Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. Thank you for giving us your wisdom and our salvation. We love and appreciate all you have done for us in him. Amen.